0: Family, the bedrock of society, an important influence to children that helps shape in their perspective of life as they grow up. It helps in building their confidence, shaping their beliefs, values, and more importantly, helps them to become what God has ordained them to be. The dynamics of the family circle cannot be overemphasized. It plays a key role in our social interactions as adults and as children. And because of its domino effect in our lives, we need to pay attention to it and be heavily invested in building a healthy, strong family with the goal of raising better children, building healthy relationships between spouses, but more importantly, in building a better society across all nations. Get ready to explore and learn with Pastor Fumi Alawale, on the subject of family dynamics and its impact in our lives.
1: Hello, good day everyone. Um, Hope your week has been fantastic and you're enjoying the weather. We bless God for another opportunity on family dynamics. So um, we're continuing on the series we started with, Overcoming Lust. So today, last week, we were looking at... um, We are looking at what lust is and what the Bible says about it. So so today we are continuing on that series. We want to look at the consequences of lust. Because maybe if we know what it means, what the consequences are, then it will be easy for us to, to let go and allow God to minister deliverance to us. So today we are going to just look at that the difference between lust and love, and the consequences of lust. But before we start, I want to read from 1 Corinthians 6, 9 to 11, New King James Version, and possibly the NLT. Say, said, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do, do not be deceived, neither fornicators nor ad- adulators, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners, we inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed, for you were sanctified, for you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. Verse 18 to 19 of the same chapter says, Flee sexual immorality. Every sin a man does is outside the body. For he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom whom you have from God and you are not your own. The same scripture in New Living Translation says, don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't fool yourselves. Those who indulge in sexual sin or worship of idols or commit adultery or are male prostitutes or practice homosexuality or are thieves or greedy people or drunkards or are abusive or cheat people. None of this we hear in the kingdom of God. Some of you were once like that. But you were cleansed, you were made holy, you were made right with God by calling on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. 18-19 says, Run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to listen to your word again. Holy Spirit, you are the Spirit of truth. Water this word in our hearts and grant us grace to make decision to do the right thing in the name of Jesus. Take hold of every heart this evening and let your spirit Have rule in the name of Jesus. Amen. So today we're just going to go ahead and look at the difference between love and lust and the consequences of lust, as the case may be. Uh, But before we go on, as I was reading through different things, I saw a lot of alarming statistics on lust. And it's so alarming that I was seriously bothered by it. Um, in, in Britain, this is, this study was conducted with British people. And it says 76 of British men watch porn. 53% of women will watch porn. 36% of watch porn at least once a week. 13 watch porn every day or most days. 4% of women say they watch porn at least once a week. 64% of Christian men and 14% of Christian women watch pornography. Another study, this one is an American study, it says there are 40 to 50 times sexual assaults every 98 seconds, which is less than two minutes in America. 40 million are sexually involved with internet. 40 million of people in America are sexually involved with internet. 80% of men between 18 to 30 view porn monthly. And 30 million men and 30 women, thirteen million women click on porn sites every month. So we, we see from this little statistics that it is a pandemic issue, and this this problem is driving people to hell because the the Word of God is settled forever. He will not change his mind. And if he says anyone that commits all these things will go to hell, he meant it. So the issue of lust, whether uh, lust leading to pornography or masturbation, is one of the biggest struggles facing believers in our world today. When I'm talking of believers, it's affecting everybody, but the problem, the issue is the fact that it's affecting Christians as well. And these are people that, okay, we have received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. The Spirit of the Lord rules on the inside of us, and yet we struggle with this. So if Christians are struggling, what do you think is happening with unbelievers, people that don't have God? So, it's a problem and it's something that we need to look into and make up our mind to allow God to bring deliverance. The good news, as bad as it is, God's power is available to deliver and to set free. So, love, sometimes a lot of times we look at the word love. Sometimes it's difficult to define it. And the way we use it has given it various meanings. So, it, it doesn't look as if it's something that is big. Because I can say to you, I love my phone, or I love my car, or I love my friend, or I love my food, you know. But the kind of love we're talking about today is this particular love has three components. Intimacy, which means in into me, see. It's, it curtails transparency. You can't hide anything from each other. So that's one of the aspects or components. It carries passion as well. This passion could increase or decrease based on what is happening around you at a particular time. And most importantly, or lastly, is commitment. All this put together will constitute the word love. But lust in itself, scientifically, lust is a desire to mate with any appropriate partner. We are wired the way God created us as human beings. We are wired to procreate we have hormones that create the cravings to procreate as human beings and so we are different from animals other animals they can do it with anyone anytime at any point in time but for us as as human beings because we god when god created us the bible said he breathed the breath of life into us so we carry that nature of god we have a will to say this is what i want to do we can submit to God, we can decide to submit to the devil. So that's why we're different from, from, from animals. So, lust thinks about pleasure, not relationship. Lust, lust is just concerned. I want to, I need it now, I want be satisfied now. It doesn't matter what, is, what the other person is thinking or what is happening to the other person. That is lust. Lust is about having your physical and emotional needs met temporarily, you just need it now and it has to be done and it can be just with any appropriate person, anybody that is available, is it prostitute, yes, fine is it one, one night stand anybody just a colleague at work, somebody got drunk, landed on your bed you know, that's what lust is all about, lust is relatively about me what is good for me, lust, lust is I want you, love is I want us Lost is short-lived. It is something that happens within a few seconds and you, you don't even remember. the. Some people will say they don't remember the person they slept with or the person who slept with them. They just find themselves on somebody's bed early in the morning when they woke up. Love can last a lifetime. And lust doesn't handle relationship problems well. Whereas love can endure problems in relationships. So that is the difference between lost and love. And so we, I I have an understanding that we, we understand what I'm talking about this evening. It is lust. So what is the cost of lust? Lustful desires make one unattractive. It makes one unattractive. We need to see lust for what it is, so we can detest it, so we can fight it, so we can say no to it. Sexual immorality, just like we saw in that scripture we read, we drag one to hell. You cannot imagine what lust we cost you by constantly feeding it. The more you feed it, the more you want it. We have seen in our in 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 our world today so many lives ruined, no, so many families destroyed, so many marriages homes, so many destinies destroyed. Even our society is being destroyed, and the most. A alarming thing is the fact that it's destroying the church of the living God. Sometimes you see a big church with a man of God that has labored over time to build the church, to build the people, and for one reason or the other, he ends up lusting, which leads him to sexual immorality, and then it's made open to the world. And if care is not taken, that, that church can be destroyed because a lot of lives will be affected. And if care is not taken, that pastor who has invested his whole lifetime in serving God can go and commit suicide and or never recover from it forever. So it's a terrible thing. And that's why the Bible says, flee sexual sin. It's something we have to run from. It's not something that we palliate. It's not something that we manage. It's not something that we pray about or 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 resist or fight it's something you flee you run from it and that is what god said and if god is saying run or flee sexual sin he meant it so we need to to run from it and a lot of time uh, maybe when we get to how we can overcome it we'll be talking about what what what, how can we be fighting but what's the difference between fighting it or running from it so is it that you control your sexual desire or your sexual desire will control you. There are four major activities that are connected with lust. And I think we spoke a lot about one of them, which is masturbation. Masturbation is sex by yourself. Sex with yourself. A lot of time people think, oh, it's me, I'm not doing it with anybody, I'm just doing it by myself. And because you're doing it by yourself, you think it's not a sin. It is a sin. We, we We dealt with it, and um, maybe if you can refer back to, to the previous episode on masturbation, you will get what we we're talking about. Another thing is sexual thoughts and fantasies. You, 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 when you are lusting, your thoughts are involved. Sometimes you are fantasizing about a particular woman, maybe that you saw in the club or you saw in the church or you saw on the streets or even on your laptop you're looking at her, you're fantasizing about her, and it's a matter of time, it leads to some other thing. Also, sexual acts that are outside of God's design for marriage. There, are, there is a lay-down principle. There is a way God wants sex to be done. It has to be inside marriage. When it is outside of marriage, or sex of any kind that is not the way God designed it to be in marriage, can cause problems, can lead to this And another thing is pornography. This pornography is everywhere. On the social media, Instagram, TikToks, movies, virtual realities. It's everywhere. And if one is not careful, you can easily be hooked to it. So if we will be sincere with ourselves, you don't look at pornography and not masturbate. All of them link with each other. You cannot be, you cannot say, oh, it doesn't affect me. I say you are not being sincere with yourself. The more you look, the more you think about it. The more perverse and the more you act. You, the more perverse you become and then the more you act. You can imagine a good man, maybe even a pastor that has been serving God well, you know, well knowledgeable in, in the things of God because of what you are seen. It gets to a time, this is the way pornography works, gets to a time you are no longer satisfied with what you're seeing. You want to do other things. That's why they would think of, you know, Hannah, sex and all that. So it gets really, really much difficult and you want more because you are no longer satisfied with what you were seeing before. You want more. And that's the, this is the evil with uh, lust. So when, you feed our, when we feed our lust, our appetite grows, and then we seek for more satisfaction. So what lust we do? Lust we kill your dreams, one. The dreams you have, a lot of people that uh, longed for a good home, it destroys home. It destroys what you have built. Maybe you are a pastor or a leader at work. Everything is destroyed because it gets to a the point they can't control themselves. It will mess up your views of what relationship is all about. It kills your relationship with God first of all and destroys your marriage because you are expecting to have what you are seeing on the movie or on the internet with your wife, which most of the time is not possible. A lot of those things we see are not real, are not reality. They just put things together. It causes depression and increases anxiety and it will drag to L. So when we consider the effect of sexual acts outside of marriage, the, there are other things that, you know, The, the, the well, when we consider, okay, let me just say, when we consider the effect of sexual acts outside of God-ordained method of sex or outside of all, what God ordained for marriage, the cost is enormous. A study in America reported reported, number one, 70, no, 700,000 abortions a year. 700,000 abortions a year, which means it costs life. So many lives are destroyed because of all these things. We now have, according to that study in America, 40% of children from unmarried women, they are not married. It's not that, uh, this just as a result of One stand there, this one there, that one there. 35% of Americans are with our our and are not aware of it. You know, they have it, they are not even aware of it, which means there is possibility of others being infected by it. This is in America. In UK, 70% of people will have been infected by their 25th birthday. By the, by the time they are becoming 25, 70% will have been infected. And a third of this will not be aware that they have apis. So 70% of women are living with chlamydia and they, they won't even know they have it. So this is where it will continue to spread. So pornography as it is creates sexual dysfunction. It's a selfish act. So when you get married, you you cannot get what you're seeing from your wife or your partner. So it will be difficult to fulfill your your, your obligation or conjugal rights as a married man or a married woman. So it it makes you an awful lover. lover. And because you you think, oh, I'm not making my wife happy, your wife is complaining or your husband is complaining, it's something that could destroy the home. So you cannot be satisfied by your spouse and this, this will lead to frustration and then you keep going and then your, your wife or your partner is suffering. So what are the consequences of lust? The first thing that will happen, separation from God's presence. We saw it in the Bible, Isaiah 59 verse 2. It says, But, for, but your iniquities have separated you from God. And since have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. So a lot of time we pray as people, we, we, God is not hearing us because of the things we do in the secret. We have a lot of problems in the church today because of the things our leaders are doing in the secret. And God is not happy. We're not affecting our world today because we're not allowing the spirit of God to have his way. We are sinning in secret. And God is not happy. Another thing that will happen, it brings guilt and shame. We saw in this in, in Genesis 3, verse 8, when, when Adam and Eve sinned against God. By the time God was coming in the evening, as his usual uh, thing, that he, he, he comes in the evening to have fellowship with them. They were, they were hiding. They had the, the voice of the Lord, they, they couldn't come because. They have sinned against God. Another thing is loss of emotional and spiritual fulfilment. The things you desire to do, the things you desire to be for God, you can't be because the devil is even there attacking you, saying you you can't even pray. You know that's the devil. He knows where his properties are, and so the guilty feeling makes it difficult for you to enjoy your fellowship with God. And so you are not fulfilled spiritually, emotionally. You are damaged as well. Another one is impaired. This loss will impair your judgment and wisdom. It drops you of good decision making. You end up with people that you're not supposed to end up with. You make yeah, uh, uh, This uh, Proverbs five three to four is so interesting. It says, "From the lips of an immoral woman drifts honey." And her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she's bitter as one wood, sharp as a two-edged sword. So a lot of life have been destroyed because of all these immoral acts. But God is able to deliver us. And lastly, broken relationship as a result of lost to behavior. You know, um, in the, sto- in the story of David and Bathsheba, it was he. It it started with looking at a woman having a bath in her house. Okay, you saw her turn your head and go back to your place. He was supposed to be on in 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 the uh, with the others fighting war, but he was in his house relaxing. And instead of you know cutting his eyes and saying no, I I I cannot look, he kept looking, and he invited her to the house had sex with her, this woman became pregnant, and from one level of sin to the other, to the point of killing the woman's husband. That is how bad lust can carry us. So you can see people misbehaving and doing terrible things that we are not supposed to be doing. Lust is a killer. But the good news, by by God's grace, in our next episode, we'll be looking at what we need to do to 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 break that yoke of lusting, to destroy this appetite. So that our life I've seen people that have been delivered. Many people have been delivered from it. And they remained delivered. But there are things we have to do. It is not playing with it. When you play with fire, it is it is it is normal that you are burnt. So I believe that God in his mercy has made a way for us. It's not going to condemn us, but it's going to help us. He said, For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witnesses, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with a washed hand does not defile a man. That's what was said in Matthew 15 19 to 20. So it's not what we eat. It's not, don't do this, don't do that. But the things that come out of our hearts is what leads to our behavior, and we begin to act the same way. I believe that God, by His grace, will open our understanding to this word and help us make a firm decision of breaking away from this stronghold that is destroying our world today. In the name of Jesus. If you are listening to me, you're not born again, the first thing is for you to be born again and uh, God is always ready to accept us Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except by me he loves us and he, he died for us so it's the way no other way so next week we'll be looking at how we can overcome lust. so be on the lookout for the next episode and God bless you abundantly amen